Welcome to The Data Student, a podcast about data for beginners by a beginner. On today's episode, I'm going to be talking about self-teaching data science. Although there are a lot of boot camps, certificates, and degree programs available online, I decided to do mostly self-teaching as I change careers from my teaching and content background to my goal of becoming a data scientist. While there have been ups and downs, which I'll talk more about in another podcast, it's the choice that I've made. And today I'm going to share with you why I made that choice. I'm your host, Daniel Constable, and today I'll be talking about why I'm self-teaching data science. This is The Data Student. All right, welcome back, everybody, to another episode of The Data Student. In today's episode, I want to cover something that I have had on my mind quite a bit over the last year, year and a half. So back in 2018, I guess, the end of, towards the end of the year, uh, I came across some courses on Coursera covering data science topics, and then I eventually came across, uh, I think it was the John Hop- Johns Hopkins Data Science Certificate, maybe, uh, which then led me to, to doing some research on the topic. I came across the Georgia Tech uh, OMSA program, the, master's, the online master's in analytics program, uh, and so I kind of had a decision to make. Because I thought the I thought the content sounded interesting when I researched what a data scientist what a data scientist does and kind of the career projections for a data scientist I was really interested uh, and so I kind of knew at that point that it was something that I did want to do but I really had no idea. Uh, for where to start, right? There are so many different options out there. Like I said in the beginning of the podcast, you know, there are boot camps, there's certificates, there's degree programs, there's, you know, services offering mentors. There's just all kinds of different ways to learn data science. I mean, anything in general, but data science specifically, it's such a growing field and everyone's trying to get in on on teaching the material, uh, you know, there's things like Data Camp, Data Quest. You know, everyone's trying to get in on it. A lot of people are just trying to make money, so it's kind of difficult to tell which options are right for you. And so, what I really wanted to cover in today's podcast is why I decided to do most of the the initial work, the foundational work learning data science science concepts on my own, why I decided to self-teach rather than enrolling in a boot camp or uh, like an online degree program or something like that. So basically there are five, it comes down to five main reasons that I'm going to be talking about on today's podcast. Um, and it's, it's really been, been a journey of, you know, ups and downs. Uh, as I said before, I am going to do another podcast on some of the drawbacks um, of self-teaching because there are a lot of drawbacks as well. Uh, but in this episode, I just want to talk about the five reasons why I decided, why I made this decision to self-teach. So the first of which being that I really wanted to test the waters first before I dove in to any sort of boot camp or paid program, right? So at 
at that time, back in 2018, I was trying a lot of different stuff. So I was doing freelance writing. I was working for the company I'm at now. Uh, I was doing a lot of content. I was doing some web design. And I was trying a lot of different things out to see if there was anything that I liked. Uh, One of them, for example, was web development. I did some stuff with JavaScript. I tried out free CodeCamp. You know, I used a few different resources to teach myself how to program. Um, But it never really clicked with me, I guess you could say. I mean, I, I thought it was interesting and I kind of enjoyed putting, you know, having something building something and seeing it on my screen. But I I decided that web development wasn't really for me, but I did come across some math and programming courses, like I said earlier. Um, And those clicked with me a little bit more than, than the web development side of things. I just thought that, you know, with data analysis, data science, there are a lot more directions that I could potentially go in. I you know, with a background in data science, you can do a lot of stuff. You can work with businesses, you can work in the sciences, you can work on a lot of different projects. And so I really liked the idea of it. And self-teaching allowed me to really, to test the waters before you know, going out and paying $20,000 or whatever for some boot camp or, uh, or a degree program. So that's number one. Number two kind of builds on that idea The second reason why I chose to do a lot of self-teaching is that it's very cost-efficient. So I did my undergrad at a traditional university and ended up graduating with, uh, I don't know, $18,000 of debt or so. And the cost of education, especially in the United States, has only gone up since I left Uh, college for the most part. And so I didn't want to just go back to school and take on $50,000 of debts, $80,000 of debt, $100,000 of debt. Um, So I just, I wasn't ready to make that decision. And there's a lot of self-teaching resources out there. I think Data Camp right now is a little bit under $200 for an entire year of service. And there's a ton of courses in there. There's DataQuest, which I think is something like four or $500 a year. Um, there's edX courses where a verified certificate runs you like $50, anywhere from $50 to something like the Harvard X entire, you know, data science professional certificate or whatever is like $400. But even all of those things added up, if you bought all of those, it's like $2,000 rather than taking on a ton of debt, right? Which I wasn't really ready to do. So self-teaching is really cost efficient. The resources are really affordable, at least for that foundational content that you need if you don't already have math and programming background. Self-teaching is a really cost efficient way to do that. Um, That's number two. So number three... Number three is a really important one. Um, So as I've been talking about, I don't have any background. Um, I don't have the background. If I even if I wanted to go to a master's program, I couldn't do it because they all, or at least most of them, have some sort of prerequisites that you need. You need linear algebra. You need calculus. You need to know how to program in R. You need to know how to program 
and Python. You need to have a background in statistics. All these courses that I didn't do in undergrad. So remember, I, my, my undergrad was in education and writing. So I got a degree in English education and a degree in professional writing. And so the most math that I had to do to get those degrees was just, uh, it was like freshman level algebra, right? I didn't take anything above that. I didn't take any statistics courses. I took pre-calculus like my senior year of high school and I'm 29 years old now. So without any of that background at all, even if I wanted to go into a master's program, they wouldn't accept me. So it wasn't really even an option. And I mean, maybe I could have gone to like a boot camp or something, but I don't think most of those programs are built right now to give a sufficient background in those concepts. So I chose to go ahead and do the self-teaching method because I thought that that would be a good way to get that background knowledge. All right, number four, uh, another kind of interesting reason is that I have been travel. I was traveling full time, you know, I'm recording this right now in uh, July of 2020, which of course is in the middle of the COVID-19 pandemic. But before all of this, I was traveling full time. My wife and I were traveling full time, working remotely. Um, and that made going back to any sort of school pretty challenging so we would pretty much live in a place for just a month at a time. So for example, we were in Mexico before the pandemic and we would, you know, spend five or six weeks in Mexico City, five or six weeks in Oaxaca, five or six weeks in Puerto Vallarta. Uh, but we also traveled in places like Eastern Europe where the time zone was different as well. So kind of a combination between constantly moving, changing time zones. I wouldn't have access to exam centers or proctors, um, which made it virtually impossible to enroll back in school full-time with the U.S. university. Um, you know, primarily actually taking the exams was an issue. And things have changed a little bit over the years. A lot of some programs offer remote proctoring services now, but for the when I was researching at the time, there wasn't, there weren't a ton of great options. So now that I am not going to be traveling as much, um, we're going to be, I'm going to be here in New Mexico for probably a year. Um, it's a good time for me to try to go back to school after self-teaching everything that I need. And that plays into my fifth reason. The last one is just the general flexibility of self-teaching, right? So if you sign up with a program like a boot camp or a certificate or uh, a degree, right, you have to follow their schedule. So when they say you have to do, they say you have a deadline for your homework or there's a deadline for an exam, uh, it doesn't matter if you understand the material or not. You just have to keep moving forward at their pace, right? And you take time off when they tell you to take time off. But if you're self-teaching, where for me, when I'm self-teaching, I can work on the course material at any time of the day uh, or week. I can take breaks from it when I want to. If I'm getting burnt out on it, I can take a week off. If I need to spend a little bit more time learning about probability or about, you know, writing for loops or whatever it is that I'm struggling with, I can 
sit back and take more time focusing on it instead of just continuously moving forward, even though I don't understand it. So self-teaching is really flexible, which has been great for my lifestyle. Uh, Eventually, I do want to go back into a master's program, but for this period of my life, the flexibility was pretty key. So those are my five reasons why I have been self-teaching data science, or at least data science concepts. So basically, it was that One, I wanted to test the waters first, make sure it was something I wanted to do. Two, it was super cost efficient. Three, I didn't even have the background necessary to go straight into a master's program. Four, I've been traveling full time uh, and that made going back to school super challenging. And five, the flexibility that you get when you're self-teaching is really great. So those are my five reasons why I've been, why I chose the self-teaching routes, at least for the foundational knowledge that I need to go back to school. Uh, it might be different for you, but hopefully this gives you a little bit of uh, something to think about if you are thinking about getting uh, into data science and you're trying to decide whether you should self-teach, whether you should uh, get a certificate, go back to school, or uh, or whatever else. Again, I'm going to shoot another podcast talking about the drawbacks of self-teaching, which are also really important to consider, and you should definitely listen to that one as well before making your decision. But it's been great being on here with you for this podcast, and I, I can't wait to shoot the next one and hopefully see you there as well.